We're back inside of Hagen Arena getting ready for James Madison and St. Joe's, the Duke's final non-conference game of the season. I'm Corey Spector, now joined by James Madison head coach Sean O'Regan. Well, Coach, I actually wanted to follow up on something we were talking about in postgame yesterday. We talked about Susha and her great performance, 18 points. You said, I'm going to let her know that she didn't have a rebound. Did you tell her? Absolutely told her last night. Um, I said, it's fine. It's great. You found one way to keep yourself on the floor, but... Uh, long chat we had a week ago was was sometimes the ball's not going to go in. You got to make sure you're rebounding. So she knows, um, and uh, I expect more from her today. Looking forward to seeing her again on the court today. And James Madison, St. Joe's, you know, second game in two days for you. And so I didn't ask you this yesterday. I wanted to ask you this today. When you have two games in two days, how do you handle the scout? Do you try to anticipate that second opponent, or are you putting maximum effort into both potential opponents in the days leading up to the two games? No, I, uh, I didn't watch a drop of St. Joe's at all. Uh, I didn't even want to hear about it. Don't tell me anything about it. Uh, it's just how I work. And so uh, I think that's only a distraction um, because – if you lose the game or Wright State beats St. Joe's, you're playing a different opponent. So for me, um, it's always the way I've believed to do it. Um, I know there's a million different ways to skin a cat, right? Um, but for me, it's, it's just I don't, I don't care. I only care about one thing, and that's beating Eastern Michigan. That was yesterday, right? So, um, you know, crammed all I could cram in. Um, and I think it's one of those situations where, um, you know, how many adjustments can you make? I think it's more of um, who can be the better version of themselves um, in, in a second second day. Of course, you can have a wrinkle here and there, and I think you got to adapt to how the game's going. But for me, it's um, uh, just one at a time, right? And we got the one yesterday, and so now we moved on to this. And, and um, you know, a, a lot of people even – I don't know how people would do it, right? But um, a priority to me – is watching our game back as opposed to watching a, another game of St. Joe's um, because I think that's as important as as me knowing about Talia Brugler or how she likes to finish with her right hand is how our rotation is, what worked, what didn't work. Uh, did I did I stumble with anything? Did I um, Was I perfect with the rotation? I think the rotation is as much of a um, – a coaching challenge for me right now with this team than than I've probably ever had before. So that was a priority to me was watching our game, see how we played, evaluating us um, before I could even move on to to St. Joe. So um, that was priority, but I crammed as much as I could. I was I was a. Uh, I wasn't always the best student, Corey, so cramming, I got a good, you know, I got a lot of experience that here at James Madison, Cram, cramming in up, up until 3 o'clock in the morning. Let's do it. I was going to say, how many hours of sleep did you get? Not many. I uh, woke up early um, without an alarm, and it was just time to, it was time to go. So um, I don't mind. I can sleep tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Head coach Sean O'Regan joining us on the pregame show leading up to James Madison and St. Joe's. You talked about your rotation. So you play 14 players yesterday, 11 players score, and I know maybe you can't make the strongest evaluation because it was a blowout game in the fourth quarter, but what did you like about using your rotation and what did you not like about using that rotation? Uh, I think I liked, I hope it helps today, um, was just minutes were low. Um, I don't believe, if I'm not mistaken, anybody played over 23 minutes. Um, you know, Peyton McDaniel, who I hope can play 25 today, only played, I think, 16. Um, you know, Claire's minutes were down, and she's flying all around the arena. Uh, Caroline's minutes were down. Kiki's minutes were down. So um, that's one of the strengths I think we have today is that their starting lineup played, you know, 30-plus. Um 
and they're, they don't have the depth we have. Um, so I think that part was a positive. Um, you know, I, I thought I thought our um, second or you could say, even say third group at times um, played pretty well. And, um, you know, I, I don't think there was there was much of a, a point drop off. Now, I think it's always easier to play when you're up 25 than than when it's a tie game and, and there's a little bit more on the line. And I think there's there's always parts of that. But um, the reason I wanted to make sure to get everybody in is so you get a taste, man. And, and if we need you today, you're ready. And so. Um, that's kind of w- what we keep preaching is that you never know when your number's going to be called. Could be for a minute, could be for a quarter, could be for a half. Like, you got to be ready to go and contribute in your own way. We've talked about depth. We've talked about rebounding a lot this season. Maybe one thing we just haven't talked about in general is defense. And if you go through the numbers, you'll notice that your defense is the 12th best in field goal percentage in the entire country right now. So... Why do you think your defense has been so effective? I know there's been a couple of opponents that haven't been the best, but overall, what's made this defense so good throughout non-conference play? Um, it's funny. I rely on you for those stats because I had no idea about that. Um, I, I think our the core of what we try to do defensively is to just not let you get to the rim. Um, and I think if you can if you can keep people from getting uncontested layups or even contested layups, um, I think percentages naturally go down. Um, you know, we've risked several times this year um, not playing off, but be heavy, heavier in our in our gaps. Right when somebody else is driving, we've risked that. Um, basically, saying like, "Hey, you're going to have to make 15 threes to beat us. We're not letting you in the paint." And so. Um, that was kind of what we did a little bit yesterday. It's what we did against Carolina. It's what we've, we've done a lot. Um, we're going to attempt to do that today. I mean, St. Joe's yesterday had 40 points in the paint. Now, Wright State didn't have bigs, so I'm sure that was part of their game plan. We have bigs. I don't know if they'll change their game plan. I think that's primarily what they like to do. And um, they, have, they have kids that can shoot the three. And I know I'm getting away from your question because I can't yeah. help but think about St. Joe's. But sure. um, I don't exactly know. Um, why why we've been good defensively i think we've we've built the the core of this on the mantra of defend rebound and run and so um i guess that's just buying um with with our team understanding that that's a priority to me is is keeping people in front if you can't you got gaps if you if you have a, a a gap where you have to go back out to a shooter we've got help side and so um, we're just trying to make everything hard. And if you got to beat us with mid-range jump shots and, and, and contested threes, I'll take that chance. And I think that's a good recipe until you play some good teams. And, and St. Joe's is one of those teams that uh, you're playing with fire with that. Coach O'Regan with us on the pregame show ahead of the Hawks and the Dukes. And so you want to focus on St. Joe's, let's do it. We'll talk about Talia Brugler first. I know you're very familiar with the family. Her sister, Tessa, she made it no uh, secret that her final two last year was between Drexel and James Madison. She chose Drexel. So when you see Talia on film, is there anything resembling of her sister or a completely different type of player? No, very, very similar. Um, inside, outside presence, um, very lethal on the inside. Uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup for us. We haven't played too many teams that have that strong of a, a posting for. Um, Eastern Michigan was similar and that uh, we've had the luxury of them being a similar scout to St. Joe's, uh, much different level. St. Joe's is much better. Um, but to me, she's dangerous, and, and you can't let her get deep post position. You can't let her finish with her right hand. Um, and we're going to gamble a little bit that she's got to hit some jump shots. Um, 
you know, Tessa, Tessa was a, a force on the inside. It was great for Drexel. It gave them a, a post presence that they haven't had in years. Um, so, yeah, very similar. Um, different different player in, in minor ways, but but very, very similar. And I've been watching them for a long time. Played with the same AAU organization as Peyton McDaniel. So um, she was on our recruiting list for a while. Um, and we kind of faded away for, for several reasons. But um, hey, really good player in 27-7 yesterday just only cements that second best player on their team is Mackenzie Smith she scored 21 points a game or points yesterday what do you see from her uh, she's quite an anomaly to me because her three-point percentage is ex- extremely good 41 percent but I think I mean she shoots one three yesterday gets to the line 10 times has 21 points uh, I think she's a straight up um, strong athletic driver um and that can shoot the three well but again that's one we're going to gamble on today and that we're not we got to not let you get to the rim and not put you on the free throw line and you're going to have to make three four threes uh to burn us and so um you know that that's where we are and i think it's it's too dangerous to push up on her she's got a really really elite level um first step and uh <laughs> that'll be a challenge but it's it's a it's a doable challenge second game of a back-to-back and so you're going up against another team that uses seven or eight players in their rotation how much do you encourage your own team to maybe ramp up the pace again today well, I, I don't know if we're not going to um, change our tempo for anyone, but the idea that we're going to wear them down is, is something we've talked about. So I don't want to push our tempo more. I think they can they can run with us in that sense. But to me, um, what we talked about this morning was, all right, they go up 10-4, you keep hitting them. And it's like body shots, right? It's like, uh, it's like Rocky Balboa body shots. And so... Right, end of the first quarter, it's 18 to 14. Okay, keep hitting body shots. Halftime, it's 27, 24. Keep hitting body shots, and eventually, I think it'll break them down because I do think we'll have we'll have the benefit of those numbers and depth and and, and freshness. Um, that's what the idea is, anyway. You never know how the game's going to go, but that's the idea. Rocky and Philly, you're you're quite on theme. Nice job. Well, well done, right? Exactly. Head coach Sean O'Regan joining us on the pregame show ahead of James Madison and St. Joe's. Coach, appreciate the time. Thank you. You're listening to JMU Women's Basketball on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network.